Hey everyone, welcome to Pink Shade with Erin Martin. I am finally back with our Aussie bestie, Kirsten Moore from Reality TV and Me podcast, where she is covering Australian Married at First Sight and Love is Blind and so much more. So you need to subscribe to her. Kirsty, thank you for uh, coming back to me, girl. Well, I almost didn't make it this morning. I texted you like five seconds before we were supposed to start recording and said, look, uh, I'm bleeding from my face now. I was washing my face and uh, had a blood nose and just looked up in the mirror and my face is half covered in blood. So it was a bit of a carry moment, but um, we good. We good now. Yeah, we good. It's like the ulcers, the bloody noses. For me, having (laughs) basically like a two to three week plague before the pandemic even hits, if we're going to call the coronavirus the pandemic. I mean, I have already learned what the life of quarantine looks like. And it looks like (laughs) many screens, many iPads plugged into walls, and my daughter and I being bored out of our minds and sick. I mean... It has been a struggle, and I am so happy to report we're good now. Like, I feel like March is a new month. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. I was talking to Mary Payne earlier about this, and she (laughs) felt the same. And I'm hoping that's true for you, too, because I feel like since 2020 hit, it's been fucking crazy. What is happening? Honestly, it feels like the end of days. Uh, I think we've said it before, but... Really, I mean, I keep it like you said earlier, you know, we started the year, my country is burning to a crisp. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're launching into the plague in your end of town. I mean, what is going on? I but know. it certainly feels like we're entering some kind of Mad Max esque. I'm getting um, pop ups on my Facebook, like Facebook advertising for. Not just those face masks you see in Korea, but the ones that actually have filters on them that they they wear in horror films. Like, what is going on? (laughs) Terrified. Yes. Like those kinds. (laughs) Yes. Those are the kind of killer wears. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. I don't like this. Wait, you know what? I'm holding your hand from across the miles. Thank We're going to make it through together. I don't know how. You're Not the... too tight because my bones will crush. Know, right. <laughs> and also we might spread the virus. So maybe we'll just like, you know, fist bump from afar. Uh, yeah, you're in yeah. the future. You are literally in the future. So you tell me if any shit goes down that I need to know about because I'm in the past. Oh, yeah, I and yeah, I'll just, I'll, I just I'll take want my cue to... from you. Yeah, I want you to stay in the past, be happy where you are over there, because things are bleak. Things are are bleak here in the future. I know. For us, (laughs) this whole election is like ramping up, too. And I'm like, you know what? We just kind of don't have time for this. Like, There's too much other shit going on. I don't have time to be wrapped up in all of this drama. And I was saying today, and I think you'll agree. I mean, we've talked about it before, how you can get crisis fatigue. You know, you can get Mm -hmm. real crisis fatigue and it doesn't mean you don't care about things. It doesn't mean you're not interested in the world or making things better or helping in whatever way you can or in the sake of, you know, this virus thing, saving yourself. Exactly. It's hard to keep getting so emotionally invested in everything. And so I feel like a lot of, as we know, really smart people out there kind of turn to these shit shows (laughs) to... Mm -hmm. Just give us some brain candy. Just give us like a little bit of 
serotonin, let us laugh about things that aren't that deep. You know, it's not that deep. If people married at first sight who signed up to be on a reality show, like didn't make it, it's all right. It's not like your grandparents' 70 year <laughs> marriage is falling apart. So exactly. It's just helpful to me. In fact, I listen to, I find myself listening to more and more fun, lighthearted podcasts, even though I still love my true crime. I still love my murder, but I just need that break, you know? No, I, I completely understand. I, I completely agree. And I've been thinking a lot about that this week because I've, I'm very, I'm very grateful. I've received a lot of um, love this week from the socials of people just reaching out about how much they've loved the podcast, which is really, really lovely. Um, you know, you, you understand and us podcasters live in kind of a, a bubble. We don't really know how people are responding and unless you directly kind of talk to us about it. Um, so it's really nice to get that feedback. And I just, I just felt like, Okay, you know, I entered this podcasting realm because I started listening to um, some really vapid, silly reality TV podcasts and some radio shows that were really, you know, just like not even comedy shows, really just silly nonsense and pop culture. And yeah, um, when I was really, really depressed Mm -hmm. and it helped me. And sometimes I couldn't even laugh, even though I knew it was funny. And then as I've been healing and healing over the years, I've just been cacking myself laughing. And to know that you can be giving, I know, like, I know it's just a podcast and we're just doing silliness, but that's what people need when the world is so heavy and, and serious and there's plagues and there's fires and there's, Locus. I, I know you're not a political, not a political podcast, but there's heavy politics afoot, you know, we just need some, some trash in our brains to let us cool down for a minute so that we can deal with the heavy shit. Yes, I totally agree. And I think that's, I think, you know what, our listeners, Pink Shade, you guys know, I mean, we are all in this together. We are, we are all watching Mm -hmm. these shows, maybe in secret, me not so much anymore since I, you know, came out with this, (laughs) with this endeavor, but it's like, well, it's kind of makes me feel better and I'm just going to go with it. So I love that I can talk to you about it. And I love what you're doing on reality TV and me, you guys, If you haven't subscribed to Kirsten Moore's podcast, Reality TV and Me, search for that in your podcast platform, wherever you listen, and subscribe because she is doing so much work. She is working so much work recently, (laughs) even through all of her various ailments. I mean, tell people what you're covering. So I watched the first episode of Love is Blind and I was like, oh, I'm not going to get sucked in. And naturally, first episode, laughing, crying, oh. I mean, I was I just instantly addicted. So I've been covering that over the the last month um, that it's been out. And so if you haven't watched it yet or you just want to go back and relive it, I'm covering Love is Blind. I've done all the main episodes. I've got one more to go this week and I'm doing it with Kate Casey. So that's going to be really, really fun. And um, and they're apparently they're doing a YouTube Netflix. Is there like a Netflix on YouTube? I don't. You, I mean, you know, I don't know what's going on in the tech world, but apparently that's a thing. And they'll be doing a reunion there. So if I can get my grubby little fingers on that, I'll cover that as well. So you've still got a little bit more content to go. So if you've been watching that absolute shit shit fest, um, get on board and listen to the pod. It's been such a fun show to cover. And, uh, oh, and I'm doing Married at First Sight Australia, which, oh, holy hell, Jesus, take the wheel. This is, 
this is rough as guts. I have seen posts about that, and I'm like, what is actually going on on that show? It certainly is not the same thing going on on our version of Married at First Sight. I would love to know. Um, me, I, I am joined by my good friend Jacques, who is very much into the pop culture world. He's a pop culture journalist. He follows this stuff and reports on it daily. So he has all of the inside scoop and behind the scenes goss. And honestly, it's been a bit of a, um, it's been tough to watch, especially this last week, because there's been such drama and we've lost so comparatively um how many couples do we have on this show five four five um that we lost four couples this week what and we still have like five couples wait what do you mean you've lost them like like r.i.p so dead what do you mean lost (laughs) we could only dream no just kidding we don't wish that upon anybody um so I think two got kicked out, okay, uh, and one chose to leave. Uh, the other, no, the other two chose to leave, and it has just been such a week. Apparently, this is what Jacques told me. Um, they had to do a break in production and send everyone to Bali just for a mental health break because every single couple on the show was going to break up and production was stressed that they were not going to have a show. So they took time out to let everyone um, spend time away from their significant other just so they could take a break. It's so bad. There was a horrific... Uh, toothbrush in toilet incident this week, I which we discussed. Post. I yep. was like, "What is this?" So Somebody gross. took so, some. One of the wives took the husband's toothbrush and like scrubbed no, the toilet with husband, it. Husband, husband took the wives' toothbrush. No, no. Um, look, it's and it's so toxic. <laughs> it's so. To- and everyone hates each other. Uh, it's it's actually difficult to watch at times. There are a few redeeming couples, but very few comparatively. Um, it's a different beast. It's like they've just high. I think last last season must have been a little a little tame because they've just gone and hired all of these bogans, which is kind of our Aussie redneck, um, okay, Aussie word for redneck, yeah, and throwing them all together and hoped for the best. And look, it's gone south very quickly, which I don't know why they didn't imagine that would happen, but I think it might have gone further than they ever anticipated. It's great. Oh my it's god! On this is the four one. Days a week. <laughs> it's like Big Brother. It's on all the time. You. This is the one yeah. you were being recruited for, right? Yes. Thank God I Percy. didn't end up there. Oh, this like, is I the mean, one honestly. you could have lived out your dream slash nightmare on <laughs> in front of the world. This is the psychological, like uh, that psychological break. I would have been rocking back and forward in a padded freaking sell like no wonder my psychologist was like girl no just (laughs) she never tells me what to do but she was just you could see the color drain from her face as I was like "Um, I'm thinking about doing this (laughs) she was like (gasps) (laughs) do not pass you shall not pass (laughs) do not pass go (laughs) okay so the the deal is is that married at first sight Australia can be found on various websites. Now, I've seen people kind of struggling because one of the yeah. popular ones closed down or something happened with it. So where can people watch this who are in the U.S. or so, just not in Australia? Yeah, so they were watching on one site, and I've 
I've recently seen that it's back up, but for some reason they've taken down uh, Married at First Sight. That was called the Reality Archive. So I'm not sure what's going on there. Maybe they don't have um, the rights to it anymore. Who knows? There is this site called Daily Motion, which is a streaming platform. It's really pretty crap and it has ads in between, but you can access all the episodes there. And maybe just for a week or two until you find, until hopefully um, the previous site brings things back up again. Okay. Otherwise, just catch, like the episodes are so long, similar to um, the US maps that we're covering. You can just catch up on 10-minute YouTube clips alone and still be very much in the loop and just okay. listen to the podcast to get any like background info on it that you've missed out on. Okay. That's good to know because people have become obsessed and you know, when you cut off the drug after giving a few free oh, ones, like it, it terrible. yeah, the, everyone starts like zombie coming up out of the ground. Like, <laughs> so I'm so glad to see people are into it though, because we talked about it. I haven't watched a single episode yet because I am just so, well, number one, I had to take, I had to take a step back with health stuff, but <laughs> also I just, yeah. I've watched so much stuff already, but I will actually binge it at some point because I'm here. I, I can't believe how crazy it it just sounds from afar. So I'm going to do that. I'm glad you're covering it. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Oh, the, cu- the couples the couples cheat with each other's husbands. What? Like, oh, it's madness. What? It's madness. Oh, my. Okay. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of have to. You need to okay. carve. Next time you are struck down by the plague, this is your homework. And, okay. and you'll be, you'll love it because you'll have about 16 hours a day to watch. So you'll be fine. Well, you know, the, the, the plague this way cometh. So I'll just put it yeah, on. Well, I'll just put it on my list. All right, you guys, we let's talk about married at first sight, the U S yes. version, because we need to catch up. We are going to be covering this every other week until it ends, which I don't know, will be maybe four weeks, six weeks. Who knows? Um, we're going to pull back a little bit because there is a lot of filler on this, even though they're two hour episodes mm-hmm. and you're covering so much over there. I'm covering other things. So yeah. that's what we're going to do. But Thank you guys for sticking with us until we get our shiz together to get this episode out. Let's start with Mika and Michael. Now, okay, this is an interesting couple to me because I have gone back and forth, and I think you have too, with which one is Mm -hmm. the problem or are both, or is one just reacting irrationally to the other one? This is the couple that actually confuses me the most. You know, because one week I will think, okay, Mika is just really overbearing and she has no sense of humor. You know what I mean? She just really is like Mm -hmm. a serious, gruff person and she doesn't like exude a warmth or anything. But then Michael will be super shady and weird again. And I'm like, well, maybe she's just reacting to this nightmare that she's in. So I don't know what to think of these people. What do you think? I'm I'm the same. I I really can't get a read on who I'm supposed to hate. <laughs> I don't like either of them. And I was so hopeful with Michael. I think I said the first time we met him, I was like, he's my favorite. He seems lovely. He's a yoga instructor, which apparently he's not. We've we've learned. No. Um. So like that is that could be what she's reacting to. Just these all these little little lies that seem like why did you lie about that kind of stuff. Uh, I, I, my consensus is they're both pretty horrible people, (laughs) but I like, I like Mika less. I just think she is so rigid and so cold and I, I do think she is reacting to him, but I also think it's part of just who she 
is mm-hmm. there's just no penetrating that that coldness I don't know it's really tough and the principal job I mean I don't know what was going on with him turning that down she reacted but he also has another job on the go that's going to make him happier I mean for me that should be fine right I think she's just but he didn't really 100% tell her what it was either. It was very fishy. And I'm like, is he just trying to protect himself, like not put it out there on TV? Or, you know, could he tell her off camera what is happening? Because he was just like, I don't trust you enough to give you all the details yet. I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> like to give they, you the well, details of the job you took? That's so weird. <laughs> He's like a spy. Yeah. Some kind of, yeah. I... I don't know. I think ultimately that's their downfall is that there were too many little things early on and they just don't trust each other anymore. And if you don't have that, you really, in my opinion, have nothing. So I think it's done. I don't know if it's even worth pursuing at this stage. Um, They're just really mismatched. Right. They're just so mismatched. Yeah. On paper, it looks good. Uh, it just isn't working in real life. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I just, yeah, I don't know. She's like squeezing blood from a stone. And I like that he's opening up a little bit and he's getting emotional, but it's it's kind of too little too late and he's still holding back a lot. So in my opinion, Bow, bow. It, they're work. just terrible together. He he does seem like he tries a little bit. I don't know if he is like a huge lying liar who lies, but he, <laughs> he does seem shady. And he does try a little bit like when he's trying to help her with her hair or, you know, like just little mm-hmm. moments like that, that, things she never does for him, you know? So I can see him at least making an attempt, but then if he's got all this weird stuff underneath that she just can't get over because she is so black and white with things, you know, it seems like she's like, this is wrong. This is right. I'm, you need to be straight up or not. It's not going to work. Also, it's problematic that his love language is gummy worms and Snickers bars. Like what the hell was that box of jank candy that he offered her at dinner? I'm like, this is the most ridiculous thing. And the poor girl just got braces. And he's like, here's a bunch of gummy snacks and starburst. Oh my God. Look, I think, yeah, that was completely ridiculous. And it reminded me of Vanderpump Rules when um, uh, Baba 1 and Baba 2 had that, like, party on their on their, their hotel room bed of champagne and and snacks galore. And I was like, you know, yeah. this mm-hmm. is these, these people. Ugh. But, I mean, Mindy was asking for snacks. So maybe it was just meant to be Michael and Mindy all along. Yeah. That's all she wanted from Zatch. So, from look, Zatch. who knows? From Zatch. Isn't that what Mindy's friend called That's him? right. She did call him that. Okay, let's talk about Derek and Katie, who started off infatuated with one another and are slowly devolving mm-hmm. into Katie's insecurities about people not falling in love with her right away on her timeline. And if that doesn't happen, mm-hmm. she's going to be very upset. She's going to be out. Like, she is actually sabotaging this, in my opinion. What do you think? 100%. And poor little Derek. I mean, he he really likes her and he and it's growing, but it's very hard when someone's like and and what's her tits? Uh, sex or a sheet? Jessica did the same thing as well. <laughs> <laughs> did the same thing as well. They're like, 
Um, well, if you're not in love with me by um, January 1st, uh, 19, <laughs> where am I? What decade am I? <laughs> I don't know. We're on like cold meds. We don't know. I'm try- like that, that it was a, it was a simpler time back in the 90s. <laughs> oh, but seriously, like they just have this schedule in place of of when love needs to happen and isn't that the magic of love that it just blossoms? I know I mean, and I feel like it's a very false storyline or something to like that she's clawing on to this whole well he's never been in love mm. before he's never been in love before i'm like the guy is like a fetus he's like so young yes. i mean dollar exactly. store ashton kutcher has never fallen in love because like he just got his driver's license like give him a break i mean he is not like some 47 year old man <laughs> who's like i've never been in love i've never been in a relationship and you'd be like red flag red flag red flag red flag like, exactly so i don't understand why she's getting all uptight about this i'm like is your ex dming you like every day what's happening why are you falling apart now we, yeah. we need to discuss though that dollar store ashton kutcher is about two weeks away from taking an open door dump which is not good. Stop it. This mm-hmm. this is... Uh, this. I need to backtrack just a little before because I need to collect myself. But uh, also, it's day fucking 10. I mean, just, just to no. remind everybody. Like, she's having a mental breakdown because he's not saying, I, I love you. I mean, it's day 10, people. Calm down. But yes, well, I think okay. she might think that him talking about his gastrointestinal system <laughs> should go hand in hand with him saying, I love you. Because it's like, well, if you're close love. enough to talk to me about your diarrhea problems, then maybe you should also love me. <laughs> oh, so you have been catching up with Married at First at Australia because there was somebody locked in a bathroom for an entire week with diarrhea. <laughs> What's happening over there? Okay. Well, then poor Derek isn't that bad off anyway. Although, but Katie does not like any of this potty talk. She is like telling everyone. She's shouting it from the rooftop. She's like telling all of her friends and family, like, he won't stop talking about poop. I'm like, wait a minute. It is too early for all of that. It's, it, it, tough to watch um yeah because like they had about five snippets of him just going i'm gonna go take a dump (laughs) like she's just like to her friends she's like oh he could have a little bit more game (laughs) it's not very sexy and they were swinging from the chandeliers for at the honeymoon and now all of a sudden he's you know every five seconds he seems to need to you know go to the toilet which oh first of all get that checked dude that's not normal (laughs) (laughs) his system seems to be working like overtime you know or they're just piecing together all of his dumps which he likes to vocalize he likes to maybe it's holly Maybe it's holiday tummy. You know, things can go awry. Yeah. I mean, we saw but, it at resort. <laughs> we we talked about our death <laughs> sickness plane stories as a result of this disgusting <laughs> resort they were in. And I said, they're going to all be shitting their brains out when they leave well, this hellhole. And, you know, poor Derek, <laughs> he just wants to talk about it. So come on now. He's not well. She should, he, she wants him to support her through her diabetes. Like you need to be there for your man. <laughs> Handing him the extra roll of toilet, toilet paper outside the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about Austin and Jessica. I uh, I don't like her. 
I don't like sex through a sheet. I'm really starting to no, feel you're... like Austin needs to get out. Really? Yes. You're passionate about it? Okay, mm-hmm. what I'm is feeling it? very passionate I... about it. Wow. She's passive okay. aggressive. She, it's all mm. smiles, but kind of cutting remarks underneath. You know, it's, she makes more money. Mm-hmm. She brings that up several times, but, and then she's like, but it's okay. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. You know, I like to get up early. No, so but she's she learning says, to get up early. She, she says it's totally fine with the money on, uh, on, on the promise that he's going to be making more money more to money. match mm-hmm. her or advance her you know it's not it's not that it's okay as is and I agree with you there I don't like that like if you love this man if you accept this man you accept like he could make this much money for the rest of his life then why you're just gonna be unhappy also Yo, I feel like if you sign up to get married to a stranger on a show like this like you kind of just roll with whatever you get you know what I mean unless you get like a Zach or a brand like those are the real like shit shows otherwise like it works out yeah. or it doesn't but she's like getting into real particulars i'm like you don't even know each other so yeah. and then she's like well how long does it take to say i love you and he's like i don't know it took about a year in the last relationship which i think is a long time but she's all about him making the first move him doing everything he cooks her dinner he empties the dishwasher he does all this lovely stuff i mean the dinner looked absolutely disgusting but anyway um that dinner was quinoa and spaghetti Ugh. that's not a, that's not a that's not a dinner and frozen that's, vegetables too it's two carbohydrates we need some sauce we need some vegetable come on I'm give us some you, protein though, if my if husband Aaron would hand me a plate of any foodstuffs, I would be like, thank you, because <laughs> I've never been handed a plate of foodstuffs prepared for my pleasure. <laughs> in fact, early on in our relationship, I was at his apartment and he grabbed a package of hot dog buns and offered me one. And I said, are you no. offering me a hot dog bun with no hot dog in it? What is it? He goes, yeah, I'm going to have one. I'm like, I should have known then. Like, what, what was actually oh, being presented to me was, he thought was okay. Your future. My future <laughs> was unfurled oh. before me. And what since then, that I think that's the last thing that has ever been offered to me. So I'm just saying, Ooh, he made an effort. That was he, the pinnacle. <laughs> it was from like an open bag, too, that the roommate shared. Oh, they're all crusty because they're just yeah. sitting out, like, breathing in the air for well, a while. Also, I'm like, well, do you have hot dogs? He's like, no. I'm like, but you <laughs> hot dog buns. <laughs> What's happening here? Oh He's God, like, he yeah, I just ate them every once in a while. best in every other way. He is. He is. He <laughs> makes up for it a lot of other ways. But the man subsisted on Subway for, like, 10 years before I met him. So I can, you know, a hot Look, dog bun. I have a real issue with Subway. I, I don't, I've only eaten about three times, eaten it about three times because um, every time I do, I get the, I get the, the Derricks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hence, henceforth be named. It's not good on my system, on my very delicate system. I know, I know. We actually call it Grubway. I enjoy a Grubway sandwich every once in a while. I enjoy the really gross tuna that they make there. Which is absolutely the most disgusting option you can choose. I choose it because I just don't, I can't do the deli meat. But um, yeah, I enjoy, every once in a while, but you do take your life into your hands. 
you know right do. okay so mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not um a st- like strange in no. in that pursuit. no i like the meatball subs that's what i kept going back for but yeah, it's uh, it's not worth it. I've discovered it's not worth it, guys. It sounds like, it sounds like you're trying to score meth. That's what I kept going back for. <laughs> Meatball subs. That's, that's a good shit. I was shitting my brains out, but that's what I that's what kept me coming back. Ooh, suck it. Oh my god. So Austin, though, he prepared a really disgusting, revolting meal, but. It was very nice of him to do so. And she was like, it's edible. And I'm like, you know what? Just yeah. be like, thank you. And then she's like, oh, yeah. are the dishes in the dishwasher? And he's like, okay, I'll empty that right now. It's like he's almost trying to make up for the fact that she sees him as not the breadwinner. Again, these people are 10 days in, yeah. you know. And I, know. I don't know. She's like a little bit, uh, I don't like the, the I, don't, I suddenly am just getting like a really weird feeling about her before I was like, oh, these two are pretty compatible. And I'm mm. like, I think he's just like a nicer person than her or less controlling. She seems to really want to control this. Yes, yeah, she's very controlled. And I think, I think I am not surprised because just to look at her, I can, I think I just knew <laughs> I knew going in what kind of person she was going to be. So all of this you doesn't did. shock me. And and I don't think that he, I think he will stay despite being genuinely um, belittled and unhappy for the rest of his life for the moments where she squeezes his butt and, and he gets regular sex, which to be honest, he's never had. I have no facts on that, but I mean, you just know, we know, true. right? And he doesn't you care just that it's know. through a sheet. It could be through a sheet. It could be through a comforter. He doesn't care. <laughs> it's fine. Just cut a hole. Okay. It Brandon... could be a Leanne Locken through a wall. He's, <laughs> as long as he's getting the a freshly painted fence. Okay. Brandon and Taylor. I mean, this is, this is like an epic shit show. Now we know that they ultimately get their marriage annulled. We talked about this at the beginning and Brandon has set them up for disaster by publicly being an asshole to her, to production, to everyone. But he also is accusing her of being basically like a social media whore. I don't mean whore. Yeah. You guys, let's, I'm going to calm down. We know. Myself. So you know what I mean? We know. So she, but like just constantly being obsessed with it. And actually this week we see that she does post something on there. She publicly embarrasses him by posting a video where she's like, I guess I'm going to stay single forever because I just want a guy who's 6'3", blah, 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 blah. They blurred something out. I'm like, what did that say? And then she had a little eggplant emoji. And I was like, what is that? And it was like, if you study it, if you screenshot it and study it, it's like, uh, this is kind of like, there's a lot going on here. She posted that after she had prepared a lovely meal for him. Now, her meal looked great, and she was taking pictures of it, and he got upset because he's oh like, you're always obsessed with your phone. They did that, like, love language thing on the couch, and it was just a mess because he is so fake and so guarded, and she was like, she's, like, done. You know what I mean? She's, like, completely mm-hmm. done with this dude, and they're in separate bedrooms. He plays Xbox all day. So she posts this video as a backlash, I've heard rumors that she actually made the video before she met him and her friend told her to repost it. I don't know if that's I true. I heard that too. I, I heard production told her to repost it. Again, I don't know if that's true. What? But I heard what you heard, that this wasn't made, this was made pre-wedding. So who knows? But 
reposting it in any fact is still making a huge statement. Yeah, she's done. I mean, she completely mm-hmm. wanted to embarrass him and show the world uh, through social media, which he hates that she's big on, that it, she does not, she's not interested in this marriage. But then she Can acts we just like talk she's, about yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, I just want to go into that whole he hates her social media thing for a second because he is on national television and he made the choice to be there. Like, sure, I mean, in in the real world, it's annoying if someone pauses and takes a photo of their own home-cooked meal. Like, if it was exceptional, if you've baked a amazing pie we've made a croque and bouche sure take a photo if you've just made a pork chop and some freaking frozen vegetables like calm down lady but <laughs> but i just think like yeah okay it's annoying when somebody is that kind of social media influencer type persona but you are on a television program exactly that part, i don't get I know. He's not exactly like... living in the Himalayas in a in a you know cave yes. somewhere. Yes, because he's like, well, I'm just a guarded person. I'm shy. It takes me a while to open up, and I have panic <laughs> attacks, and I really don't want to be filmed by your phone. It's like you're being filmed by a literal camera in your face. There's mm-hmm. a boom mic hanging down over your head. There are probably three <laughs> to four camera guys and gals standing around you right now. Everything you're doing is being recorded, and you're like, please uh, put your phone down. I mean, what in the hell? He is just. So he's so passive aggressive because he wants her to yeah. feel like she's the problem. And so her backlash mm-hmm. against him, a lot of people are very upset with her because it was so immature. It was so immature. But I feel like I might have done worse. Like, I, I will just fully admit, I would mm-hmm. get that. I think I might get that petty too, especially at this age and in a situation like this where a guy had completely embarrassed me on the honeymoon where I had to pack all of his shit and get down to the bus myself where he was yelling at the people on the van and, and yeah. calling me the B word or whatever he was doing in mm-hmm. that van. Remember, I don't know that you can come back. Oh, from that was that. horrible. Look at uh, good point. Cause I was watching this and I was like, Oh, what is she doing up in my high horse? But if I flash back to 27, um, yeah, when I got dumped by my long-term ex, I had a very whirlwind romance with a man 20 years my senior, flew to Italy just to post photos on social media and make him jealous. So when I look back... <laughs> I completely endorse that as a reaction. I endorse your choice. Look, it's um, it was soul-destroying in many, many ways, but... Maturity um, certainly, yeah, was on was on par, if not slightly worse than Tay Tay. Uh, well, <laughs> you, then, so Dr. Viviana Coles, who has had like no contact with these people at all, except for mm-hmm. when you know you call her distressed, and I get that that's what the role is, especially early on in the show. So she calls Taylor to understand her reasoning, and Taylor basically evades, and she's like, "Well, it had nothing to do with my marriage or whatever." And it's like. Mm, why don't you just own it and be like, yeah, you know what? He has been an asshole since the jump, like since our first dance yeah. together, actually. And mm-hmm. I just snapped. Like, I could not handle yeah. it anymore. But she's like, well, you know, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. So he, meanwhile, grabs his little backpack, his little Dora the Explorer backpack, and he just, you know, pieces out. He gets out of the apartment. He leaves his key. And she is probably so relieved. But Taylor comes home pretend- oh, yeah. pretending like she's concerned. She's like, oh, oh where no. could he be? Where Where's could he be? He gone? Yeah. Is he under this mat? Oh, no. He's taking the protein powder. <laughs> and then for 
we're supposed to believe that Mika and Michael are the ones to counsel them. Like, so Brandon meets up with Michael on the <laughs> street and Michael, and, and he tells Michael, like, I think Taylor only signed up to be on reality television. You know, she wanted to be on some shows before. And I'm like, all of you have an element of that. We're not new here. Mm-hmm. The audience knows exactly. that you, you probably want to be on TV. This is not all pure. But he's acting like she just wanted to be on TV. She has no interest in making this marriage work when he's been the one sabotaging it since day one. Not that she's innocent. She pulled a punk move with this. But I'm just like, what? It, this dude is so, ugh, I can't stand him. I can't stand him. Yeah. he and, and that's the thing. He's trying to turn it around and make her look like she's the bad guy. It's like... I mean, yeah, once you've been abusing production, that's really uncalled for. I mean, she should have just left him in Panama when he didn't pack his own shit, and we should have just abandoned him there. Um, But, you know, here we are. These two are desperately unhappy. I'm glad to know that they don't end up together. And Taylor gets a little bit of the fame that she so desperately craved. So you know what? Win-win. Win-win. It's all a win all (laughs) around. Brandon's unhappy. Taylor's probably doing some social media tummy tease shit. Totally. We're good. She's good. Okay. The people who definitely are not good or the person who's definitely not good is Mindy, who is paired with Zatch. Okay. Zatch. Zatch. Zatch is like, uh, I don't know if someone signed him up for this when he was in a coma and like just forced (laughs) his hand as a signature or what, but he is acting like... He never expected in a million years to be so horrified and grossed out by his partner. And I'm like, you're, this is not Quasimodo. This is a lovely woman. You don't have to be completely attracted to her. Maybe it's not going to work out in the end, but why are you acting like she has coronavirus? Like he's, he is one, one heartbeat away from coming into her apartment where he refuses to live with her with a full like uh, mask on, like with the breathing thing that you were talking well- about. <laughs> Hello, Minji. I am your dad. I'm here to play board games. <gasps> oh, what was that? So She's like, oh my god, I can't believe he actually, my husband actually came over to spend time with me and play, so I don't have to play solitaire alone. It's like, girl, what is happening? There, have you ever had a date? With your husband, with your fake husband, have you ever had a date with a boyfriend to just hang out and play card games? No, and I'm telling, I'm talking as someone who was offered a hot dog bun from a package, and now I have that. <laughs> the answer is no. Some things are unacceptable, and some things are really unacceptable. I mean, no way. He has refused to move in with her. He has refused to even meet with her in the apartment. They have to meet in like an outdoor space where the dogs can come to do their love language exercise. And he completely. What is she? He ignores her. Is the he worried? Is he worried that he, she's if he if he goes into the apartment that she'll just like handcuff him to the like rail or something and he won't be able to leave? I mean, no. it's so strange. There's a separate bedroom. We see it with almost all the other couples that they're sleeping in separate bedrooms. It, it's possible. 
He will not step in there. He, he, I swear he's going to have a full hazmat suit on this week when we see him. He's going to be like stepping to the apartment <laughs> with a full hazmat suit. He is so weird. It's like, okay, you don't have to be that into her. It's fine. But him talking in circles, bringing the dogs as his wing, wingmen, and just yeah. absolutely refusing to be anywhere near her. I'm like, do you, how can you actually hate a person this much in this amount of time? I can see not being into them, but he is outright flipping out like completely. And the saddest part, Kirsty, I'm sure you'll agree, is that she clings to any crumb of dirt oh. that he flings at her. She's like, oh, yeah. he's going to come over and play cards with me. I'm like, that's the saddest shit ever. Again, as a woman who ate a hot dog from, you know, a hot dog bun from the package. <laughs> but that's it's so sad. And she yeah. still get she like still, I don't know if she's just saying it or if she's actually feeling it, but she kind of. No, you can see. She keeps like you can see. That, letting that hope bubble up. And I'm like, don't let it bubble up. Tamp it down. I think it's real. You can see the light in her eyes whenever that he gives her a glimmer of hope. This is, I think it's, he's just far too attractive. I think she is swindled by his hair <laughs> and it's making her think that he's a good person. And it's just, it's just the magic of the hair. Mindy, he doesn't know your name. He calls her Mandy. Did anyone pick up on that? He like he's talking to Pastor Cow, mm-hmm. and he calls a Mandy, and that is who she is to him. They are not like she asks him flat out, "Do you feel married?" And he's like, blah, 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 "Word salad," and she, she's she knows she's a smart woman. She can see that he's just talking in circles and saying nothing. He's saying and nothing. Yet, who does he's he like? Yeah, let's. Play, let's play cards. She's like, oh my god, there's a there's hearts, ice of hearts. Oh my god, he loves me. He's trying to tell me something. There is a card. I know it's me in third grade when I started the I Love Tim Mm -hmm. Swope Club, and Tim Swope didn't know who I was. (laughs) I mean, I was I was a president and charter member of the I Love Tim Swope Club, and. You could only be in it if you could prove how much you loved Tim Swope, but it would never be as much as me. So I would write paragraphs and paragraphs about, like, why I liked him the most and why I was the best for him and, like, how my name went with Swope the best. And Aaron Swope, it does. I invited other other girls to join, other little third graders to join, and they joined for, like, you know, five minutes at a time because they just got sick of me in my, like, weird ways. And uh, I would ask them to explain themselves. I mean, it was all about, and this guy had the hair too, little third grade Tim Swope had the hair, and I was obsessed with him, embarrassing myself all over the place. But eventually, I realized, like, you have to give up on this one-way romance. You have to stop being the president of the I Love Tim Swope Club. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I was also in third fucking grade. I mean, this woman is completely (laughs) embarrassing herself, and she doesn't need to because she's awesome. Like, she's great. I think she's just got so much trauma you know especially in the last year you know like it's been a lot for her and I think that she's just clinging on to this this Hail Mary that's never going to come um because she doesn't want to think about all the pain that that's in her fragile heart and that makes me really sad the saving grace of of I don't even know which episode we're covering a few at the moment is meeting Zach's Zatch's sister. Yes. Which, like, thank God for her to at least be able to 
tell him how it is um, and tell him that he's being, well, that she feels sorry for Mindy. For Mandy. Like, thank God somebody's exactly. on, on, on Mandy's side. Exactly. She's even like, you're an asshole. You agreed to be in this experiment. You're not even participating. This poor woman mm-hmm. is over there putting her best foot forward with you, who maybe she doesn't even want to be with. I mean, she read him for filth, and I was living for it. I'm like, and but did you see his dead sociopath eyes even when she was telling him all oh. of that? He didn't take any of that in. Oh, that makes me sad. I was too busy, like, fist bumping her, being like, yes, girl, go, to notice that he was still so very dead inside. Um, You put that face mask on him, and you just, like, see his eyes shining through, and I'm like, that is the face of a person who's missing. As Jennifer Aniston said about her cheating husband, Brad Pitt, one time, he's missing a sensitivity chip. He is. (laughs) He is. Mm-hmm. I think I honestly just keep coming back to how good looking he is. He cannot hear his sister say that maybe this girl doesn't want to be with you. Cause he's like, who wouldn't want to be with Zatch? Have you met Zatch? <laughs> Zatch is amazing. Have you met these abs? Have you met this hair? Zatch, <laughs> Have you met I broken eggshells that I put back in the carton like a disgusting pig? Oh, that was rank. Did you notice he didn't even have any toast with his scrambled eggs? Just a bowl of eggs. That's how he keeps that body so ripped. I mean, I'd rather die. <laughs> <laughs> Just a big old bowl of eggs. Just give me the eggs in a bowl. Give me a spoon. <laughs> He I hate him so really much. I mean, he, they're not going to be long for this world. They're going to be done no, too. No, no. But I just feel like I want her to freak out. I want her to get mad. Mm-hmm. I want her to have the righteous indignation that her friends do on her behalf instead of defending him. Yes. And just be like, you know what? You're a piece of shit for not even trying. Like, we didn't need to be perfect, but you have completely humiliated me. I want her to just give him the full treatment at some point. And I don't know that she will. I- but I, I want She's very so classy. <laughs> I want her to wash the toilet with his toothbrush. <laughs> That's what I want for her. <laughs> I want her to go over to his apartment where she's not allowed. She probably, it's probably like a restraining order against her. And put Nair <laughs> in his shampoo and conditioner and pomade. <laughs> ah, yes! Oh my god, he would die a thousand deaths. Oh, I hope he gets yeah. fat and bald. I know, and be like, hashtag toughed down, motherfucker. Toughed way down. Toughed gone. down the drain. <laughs> so, okay, you guys, we will keep catching up with these couples. We will keep watching. And Kirsty, of course, is watching, you know, the 165 hours of the Australian Buried of Course site. You're and welcome. And covering it constantly on reality TV and me. So, again, go over there, subscribe, and she's covering Love is Blind. You can find uh, me on Patreon, patreon.com slash pinkshade, where I'm doing bonus recaps of and and just interviews, just all kinds of things over there on the Pink Shade Patreon. Thank you for supporting me there. I really, really, truly appreciate it. In fact, we have a new premium sponsor, Megan H. Thank you, girl. I'll be sending you your swag soon. And you can head over to patreon.com slash heybunky for Mary Payne and I recapping additional shit shows every single week and doing some other fun stuff in the Facebook group. Kirsty, tell people where they can find you. Okay, so basically search Reality TV and me in your podcast app. Um, I've recently come to find out that there's a few that I'm not on, so but I'm always on the big ones, Apple, Spotify, I'm also on SoundCloud. Um, so hopefully you'll be able to find me on one of the major ones. Let me know if you have any issues. 
and reality tv and me is my instagram um i'm also on twitter reality tv no she's pernicious is my twitter and my personal insta i'm on facebook so look it's a little bit of a mishmash with the names but either she's pernicious or reality tv and me will find me and all of your social pipes you will find her and if you're looking for her first and you're on the pink shade with aaron martin facebook group kirsten moore is in there so you can find her there too so you can start your contact there um i I can be patient zero and then you can (laughs) i can lead you to the rest (laughs) You guys, you can join my Facebook group if you haven't yet. We do really fun live threads all week, and people are just posting all kinds of crazy stuff there all week long. And it's really fun, again, in these times where the Facebook feed can clog up with some really um, angsty shit. Uh, We're just basically talking about, like, why are Lisa and Usman not... uh, not going to talk about the fact that raw-dogging it in Nigeria... Is a, direct, is, a, is a direct line <laughs> Sorry, to an STD. I wasn't expecting. Yeah, okay. I wasn't expecting to hear about raw dogging. Girl, uh, I, have, I have just been talking about raw dogging all week long, and I'm sorry to bust it out. It's now become part of my vocabulary <laughs> because this woman is so into offering her Nigerian prince, you know, something that he's never had before. And the something he's never yeah. had before is her, quote, raw. Okay, so. Yeah. I don't like it. These are, I don't like that at all. But you know what? That's I would prefer to talk about that on Facebook than I would have had anything else going on in the world. Hey, you know what? That's a fair call. <laughs> so you guys can come over there and join me, or you can follow me at Erin Leah Martin on Instagram and Twitter. Listen to me on the Jenny McCarthy Show if you get Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. I'll be there this Friday. Again, we're picking back up for Real Housewives Roundup and 90 Day Fiance Recaps. 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And thank you for leaving us a rating and review. I was just talking today to Mary Payne about this, and I think you'd agree, Kirsten, that it's I, I listen to so many podcasts I'm trying to get better about, and I always have been good about giving people five-star reviews just if they're giving me free content mm-hmm. that, I, that I enjoy from time to time because I'm like, thank you. <laughs> thank you for doing this. Yeah. It helps my day. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect or anything. But I'm trying to get better about like writing really thoughtful reviews for people, too, because I just I don't know. I need I need to remember that I'm a listener and lover of podcasts and I ask you for the same um, and to do it for all of the podcasts you listen to when you can. We appreciate it so much. We truly do. We really do. Yeah. Yeah. We really do. All right. Love you, girl. You know what? Go take care of your nose. Go get some rest. (laughs) And. If, if we're here in two weeks, if the world hasn't ended, then we will oh catch up on Married at First Sight again. Sound good? I, I, look, I will give it my best shot <laughs> not to bleed out by then. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll talk you. to you soon. Love you too. 